Welcome to Delighting Daily, a podcast to develop a habit of delighting daily in God's Word. We're your hosts, Tori Zbinden, Elijah Denny, and Grace Weikert. Today's episode, we're going to be jumping into day 18 of Esther Lou's devotional, Shame Being Known and Loved. But before that, we're finally in the last section of our devotional. It's called What Now? And so I'm going to read this out of this little intro to our final section. What Now? It is finished, Christ said on the cross. Three days later, he rose from the dead. The mission of Jesus' earthly mission ministry was complete. Our shame Savior became our resurrected Savior and is now exalted and seated at the right hand of the throne of God. See Hebrews 12, verse 2. We follow the same path. Shame will not have the last word in our lives. We too are on the path to honor. What does that path look like? With victory secured in Christ and by the power of the Spirit at work in us, what do we do now? What are you guys thinking? What now? I really liked where it said, we too are on a path to honor. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the heart, that's the heart's cry of a person who's ashamed is, is wanting to be not ashamed, which is like in a place of esteem and mm-hmm. honor. I like that. It's hopeful. Yeah. I really don't have much else to add other than, I mean, she says, what does that path look like? I want to know. Let's see. Let's walk with it. Yeah, with mm-hmm. I agree. What does that path look like? Okay. Day 18, page 53, if you want to turn to that in your physical copy. Accept Christ's invitation to rest. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. In some ways, this final section is the most important and potentially the most difficult part of the devotional. There is hard work ahead. We have stubborn and wandering hearts. Faith requires us to look not on the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. And nothing is easy about that. We have an enemy dead set against our hope and redemption, yet our hard work is anchored in the knowledge that we are not left to do this on our own. We do this with Jesus. So the section begins with an invitation from him. Come to me, he says. Right now, right where you find yourself, even if you feel a thousand miles away, oceans apart, Even if a part of you would like to buy more time to clean up your act, even if shame still leaves you doubtful uh, of God's grace and favor. So much of the power in in shame is the sense of isolation. It takes humility and faith to take Jesus at his word and hear his invitation to come to him when every instinct tells us to stay away. Perhaps you identify with Jesus' intended audience, all who labor. Your life may be characterized by anxious preoccupation or slavish toiling and striving. How else will you prove yourself? How else will you measure up? Perhaps you identify with heavy laden. You're weighed down by discouragement and pressure. You feel crushed by others' expectations or your own. 
Your strategies of self-protection and hiding are burdensome. You're lonely. Shame leaves you prickly and defensive when someone else says something that hits too close to home. You're, you experience the constant buzz of anxious what-ifs. You're paralyzed or maybe you're hypervigilant. You're searching for some distraction, some escape, so you don't have to think about all of this. We turn inward. We turn to ourselves. We turn to things, and this leaves us more weighed down than ever. So Jesus says to you, come to me, and I will give you rest. Rest from the hamster wheel existence of trying to earn your way to love and acceptance. Rest from the constant noise of self-loathing. Rest from trying to give everyone the impression you have it all together. Rest from all the ways your shame and your coping strategies have left you exhausted and numb. Rest from the self-trust. It is not all up to you. Rest in the arms of a savior who is gentle and lowly in heart, who extends welcoming tender care and kindness to you today. This section may be the most difficult because it requires some doing on your part. Jesus makes known to you who he is, yet you have to take a step yourself. Will you accept this invitation? Will you come? Reflect. In what ways have you relied on yourself, other people, and things, wealth, status, possessions, entertainment, to achieve well-being in your life? What makes these ways so tempting? How has this uh, reliance left you weary? Act. You may wonder what come to me looks like practically. For today, write a prayer expressing your desire to accept his invitation. Express your sense of hesitation. Come to him by speaking your heart to him. So what do you guys think about day 18? Yeah, I think some of my initial thoughts really is like, she, she repeats a couple of times, will you accept his invitation? Will you come? In different ways. But yeah, it's like the idea is will you trust in, in, the, in the sense of Jesus Christ like will you trust me will you take mm-hmm. me at my word um, and that's just hard mm-hmm. a lot of the time um, for various reasons for all different kinds of people but yeah just will you trust me when the world has pro- the, the world in of itself has just proven many times that people can't always be trusted the world can't be trusted in of itself right um, but yeah I think as I as I was just listening to you read that grace um just thinking of all the things that vie for our attention that say that they will give us rest they're Mm -hmm. just counterfeit yeah right so many things so many good things that god has given us Mm -hmm. that aren't supposed to be they're not supposed to ultimately fulfill right would it be helpful to define what like rest like how would you guys define rest it's a good question i mean i think a, I don't have some profound theological definition, mm-hmm. but it's it's a feeling of peace or maybe um, just being still, just being mm-hmm. still. Uh, I also I also would think there's there's a, a small a slight difference between rest and laziness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, rest is is oriented in a trust in someone else. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to sleep and trust that God's going to keep the world turning, Mm -hmm. keep my house from, you know, catching on fire or something. You're, Mm -hmm. you're, 
where laziness is about you and is about just being your 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 needs or your delights and your comforts being met um just being entertained mindlessly so right when uh, you lay down to rest in your bed at night you trust that the bed's gonna hold you mm -hmm. yeah that's a difference between like i could just be laying in bed to escape like esther was saying to escape from my my day's stresses or I could be laying in bed saying, I'm not God, there is a God, and I can be still and trust that he's in control. It could be this literal same activity, but one is actually a state of rest, and one is, I probably will eventually lead to restlessness. Like, you can literally be doing, I've had movie marathon days where I feel so restless mm. because I'm just sitting there watching movie after movie, vegging out, and it just leaves you feel restless and gross. Yeah. Um, cause you're not actually resting. You're not actually trusting someone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it reminded, you reminded me of one of the nights I had this last week. Um, there's just been a lot going on. Um, and it's like, okay, my roommate's downstairs watching a movie. I kind of just want to be here in my room by myself, which is not bad. Um, but it's like, okay, I can like watch a YouTube video or I can, um, any number of watch a YouTube video or see if, oh, I've been thinking about some movies I wanted to watch on Netflix or whatever mm -hmm. may have it. But real, like truly, I, like the, the Holy Spirit was just prodding on my heart and just, Lord was just reminding me, that actually is not what you need right now. Like you need to rest in me. Um, and so I just spent some time in First John just processing through just some of the hardships of the week and things, but just recognizing like actually, like, yes, it'd been a crazy week, and yes, I needed to rest. That rest wasn't just, I need to, like, sleep, or I just need to veg out. No, like, I, you need to rest in God's word. Mm -hmm. That's just, di that's different. Yeah. I, I think a, an illustration that I, I, I think could help us understand this is, like, in the military, um, there's always someone, even at nighttime, who, having to take a shift, if they're, like, in an active yeah. war zone, mm -hmm. to, to make sure that everybody's safe, that none of the enemy is coming to shoot them or whatnot. And that person who's awake and looking around is is looking out for everybody and everyone else is, is resting. Mm -hmm. And that person who's looking out can't rest until someone else comes and takes their spot and is, is looking. And it's a small picture of how we can trust God. OK, I can rest. The other the other people are sleeping while that watch guard is looking out because they're trusting him to look over them while they're sleeping. Mm -hmm. They're trusting they're resting, knowing that these other things are being taken care of. And if that's true in a small sense, when we do that in life, if like the military, you do that, you know, lifeguards do that. Like parents are not as necessarily on, on watch if the lifeguards watching their kids or they do that with babysitters. As we do that in life and people are fa fallible and can mess up. How much more rest should that bring knowing that there's a God who's in control and all powerful that we can rest knowing that he doesn't have a plan B like even if the worst thing happens, it's part of his plan, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, we can have a whole mm -hmm. yeah, theology lesson maybe here, or on discussion rest. on rest. <laughs> and not, not how I thought this was, conversation was going to go, but it starts with accepting his invitation to, to trust him, to yeah. look out for us while we're sleeping in a battle zone or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to... Uh, yeah, trust and put our attention towards him mm -hmm. um, where we can rest from cyclical thoughts of 
shame, anxiety, right, and the woes of the day or week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, with that, I'll, I'll pray for us, and we'll catch you back here tomorrow. Uh, Father God, we thank you so much for today. We thank you that you have given us this invitation to rest in you. I pray that we take you up on that invitation, that we would um, cast our attention towards you, that we would cast our, our cares towards you, that we would cast our gaze towards you ultimately, Lord, that we would find our rest and stability in you. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. We want to say thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you have a great evening, day, night, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. Um, I hope that you would join us again tomorrow for day 19. Today we read from Esther Lou's devotional, Shame Being Known and Loved. We read this with permission from PNR Publishing. If you want to know more, you can check out the show notes down below. Uh, whatever podcast app you're listening on, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google, Google Podcasts, leave us a review uh, and hit that bell so you can get notifications when we have a new show coming out. And yeah, we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 19.